Hey you guys, what's up and welcome to the Broken Diet Podcast. We are slaying society standards and living unapologetically. This show was designed to connect women to resources to help her live a healthier lifestyle, empower her thoughts, and create the confidence to live unapologetically. I'm your host, Erica Carter, wellness and empowerment coach for busy women. And if you're ready to level up your life, love, and happiness, then you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Hey, you guys, what's up? And welcome back to the Broken Diet Podcast. I hope that you guys had an amazing Thanksgiving break. I sure did. Um, It was very eventful. It was amazing. I enjoyed spending all of my time with family. But as with the holidays comes some a little bit of exhaustion, especially if you are traveling, which I did. Um, but it was so good. I enjoyed spending time with my family and um, just being really unplugged. And so I tuned out from social media quite a bit while I was there because I just wanted to be really intentional with my time. Because I don't get to spend a lot of time with my family. So I try to make sure that when I am there, I am available. And um, I was soaking up all of the little baby snuggles. We have some new additions to our family. And so that was very exciting as well. I'm just spending some time with the little ones. And so I hope that you guys had an amazing um, Thanksgiving holiday as well. I cannot believe it's already December. I feel like it was just August and we were all complaining about the heat. (laughs) And now here we are all planning for 2020. And I am just loving all of the excitement for 2020. I don't know if this has been, um, I don't know if like the level of excitement has been this way every year, but I'm really feeling like a significant increase of excitement for this new season that we're stepping into because we are not only stepping into a new year, we are stepping into a new decade. So that is very exciting in and of itself. And so there's a lot of change. Um, I don't know if you've seen a lot of change around you and the people that you're around. Definitely some shifts um, in my circle, which is all amazing. And so yeah, just just moving in a positive way, moving forward and just ready to reap all of the benefits of all the hard work that we've been sowing. So I am really excited about that and um, about today's episode. I think that it touches on some important topics, some hot topics uh, as well. And so today's guest is Naomi Brock. She's the owner of Treasure Life Fitness and Health located in Virginia Beach. She is a health coach and personal trainer, providing education and support to help individuals improve their overall health. Treasure Life and Fitness is a health company that believes in taking care of your temple through natural methods. They offer fitness and nutritional services, including personal training, workout plans, assistance with grocery shopping, assistance with meal preparation, healthy meal ideas, health consultations, 
online coaching and training. Uh, you guys, Naomi is so amazing and her story and her testimony from what she's just gone through and how she continues to push forward is so inspiring. And I am just, I'm really excited for you guys to hear her story because it's just like, wow. Um, and so today we're just talking not only about her journey into uh, vegan lifestyle and um, overcoming some life circumstances with losses, um, but also just how she was just able to pick herself up and continue to power forward. And we also touched on the women's empowerment space and how women need one another and how coming together will help us grow and create this beautiful lifestyle for all of us. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Hey, Naomi, how are you today? Thank you so much for joining us on the show. I am super excited to dive into this topic and uh, everything that you do. I am just absolutely loving it and the inspiration. And I think that it will be just like such a great dose for everyone in this holiday season and everything that they're going through. Uh, It can be very overwhelming with all of the things. And so I'm super excited to have you here. Thank you so much, Erica. I'm excited to be on today just to help inspire women. I am a health coach and a vegan fitness trainer. Um, I own my own business, Treasure Life Fitness and Health. And so it's a pleasure to be on today. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I actually want to dive a little bit into that for everyone that's listening today who isn't familiar with you. Can you just share a little bit about um, who you are? I know you just shared a little bit about who you are, but a little more in depth about what you do. Well, let's see. I live in Virginia Beach, Virginia. I'm from Virginia. Um, I started my health journey back in 2011. And I was about 180 pounds. And you know where you get, you like the butt, but you don't like the gut. <laughs> I am currently in that phase. Yes. So I, was like, you know I have to do something about this. Um, back in June of 2010, I transitioned to a new position. So it was really stressful getting licensed for that position. I wasn't eating properly. I wasn't working out. And so, you know, the weight catches up with you. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been pretty small most of my life, but when you don't eat right and when you don't work out, it doesn't matter. (laughs) So in January of 2011, you know, beginning of the year, I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, let's get this done. And so it took me about five to six months and I lost about 25 pounds. Um, I just made that a way of life, you know? And then um, in March of 2014, uh, I was introduced to a documentary called Forks Over Knives. Mm-hmm. And basically, it kind of inspires you to go vegan um, and it gives you information about going vegan. And so I watched that. And at that time in my life, I had lost my auntie, my uncle, and my cousin to cancer. So my motivating factor for going vegan was if there's anything that I can do to prevent Mm -hmm. cancer, let me do it. So Mm -hmm. I literally, uh, when I woke up, (laughs) 
<laughs> clear out the refrigerator. Wow. Out. I may have left a few things and maybe to give to other people, but I just made it a point that I was going to go vegan. I was going to do what I could for my body. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I'll go ahead and say this up front <laughs> to, to people that are listening. I don't recommend going cold turkey, you know, with mm-hmm. anything. I think you should always do your research. Mm-hmm. And I tell my clients, it's better to do things gradually so that actually becomes a lifestyle and it's something that you enjoy. Yeah. But I have a strong will. My mind was set. So yeah. I was able to do that, you know? Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Wow. But everybody can't do that. So. And you're still vegan today. I am vegan. March. Congratulations. 2020. Thank you. It'll be six years. Wow. Mm-hmm. So uh, then six months later, uh, my mother, she was diagnosed with colon cancer. Mm -hmm. So it was actually putting me, becoming vegan actually helped me to deal with that situation Mm -hmm. with my mother, you know, being diagnosed with colon cancer. At the time I was living in Arlington, Virginia, Mm -hmm. and I was working in DC, Washington, DC. Okay. So I actually came home to, you know, help take care of her, help her with her journey. Mm-hmm. And the thing about going vegan or being healthy, there's just so much that we aren't really aware of until you're faced with a certain situation. Mm-hmm. So I learned about juicing. I learned about the pharmaceutical industry, the cancer industry. I learned a lot, you know, mm-hmm. from her journey. And then, um, she transitioned on in June of 2015. So uh, when I moved back to Virginia mm-hmm. Beach, um, I unofficially started my business. So okay. I was training, taking on a few clients while working with her. Mm-hmm. And then once she transitioned on, I officially started my business in September of 2015. Wow. So that's kind of, you know, I never knew I would be here, mm-hmm. but it took me, you know, realizing that I already lost so- several family members to cancer to tell me like, look, you have to be proactive. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of times we are reactive. Yeah. You know, the doctor tells you, okay, this is going on with you or they literally scare you, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, okay, I have to do it. Yeah. But if we are proactive, especially the younger we are, and I know this Mm -hmm. is for women ages 25 to 45. So the Mm -hmm. younger that we are, that we take those steps, we won't have to deal with that when we're like in our 50s and 60s, or it won't be as detrimental, you know? Mm. So, yeah, yeah, I just you know, was encouraged to go ahead and start that journey for myself. And then I was able to help my mother, you know, we went the holistic route. She didn't do chemo, which I believe, you know, gave her a little bit better quality of life. You Mm -hmm. know, everyone has to make that choice of what they think is best for them. But uh, she did decide to go the holistic route. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Um, And now it's just my passion to help other people, Mm -hmm. you know, with their health goals and just mm-hmm. eating right and exercise because yeah. it just makes you feel good it makes you feel good inside and then you also can look good you know look in the mm-hmm. mirror be proud of yourself yeah, absolutely <laughs> and that's beautiful yes. thank you um, and I just I commend you for just taking those um 
taking those life um, circumstances and turning it into something really beautiful, um, not only for yourself, but for the people around you. And so I think that that's, that's really beautiful and very inspiring. So thank you, Erica. Mm, I appreciate that. Absolutely. And um, I, I, so speaking on the vegan uh, piece of it, because I, (laughs) I went vegan for a little while. Um, and gosh, maybe for like a couple months or so. And, um, I didn't think it was very difficult, but sometimes when you're in it and you're around everyone else, I think that was more so when like being vegan wasn't like right now, vegan is a very buzzword. Right. Um, it's the thing that people are doing and, um, it's, it's like life coach. <laughs> like, and, and I hate saying I'm a life coach because it's just like, ah, oh, such a buzzword. <laughs> Everybody is calling right. themselves lives coaches. And I'm just like, ah, but, but that's the way that you can best describe yourself. And so, um, I, I think that vegan it's very important, but it's like you said, it's also very important for people to do the research and to not only understand what comes with veganism, but also understand their body and what their body needs. And so I think that is a very important piece of it that a lot of people just kind of, it's like dieting, you know, it's, it's like you had the whole keto movement you had, you know, carbs and no carbs or whatever. And, um, people see it as a trend, a trendy diet and not as a lifestyle. And so you made a very good point about just being able to do the research behind it and understand if it's really for you and also like weaning yourself into it. So because I know it's like that time of year, people are looking into, okay, what can I do? Like, um, you know, how can I drop the 10 pounds or 20 pounds or whatever? How can I get healthier? And I think that it's a great thing. There are a lot of people that bash like new year's resolutions and it's like, yeah, you you give some people, you give them an A for effort, like for trying, because in your situation, it changed your life. And so, you know, I, I think that we give people, you know, we should be in that space where we're giving people more grace for wanting to change their life, wanting to, even if it is a new year's resolution, wanting to get healthier and to enhance their life because otherwise, when are you going to start, you know? Mm -hmm. So I love that. Um, and you actually offer a couple different services, um, in your, in your business. So like grocery shopping and, uh, meal preparation and, um, like helping with meal ideas, which is a lot of times the, the hardest part of it, because right, you think exactly. a lot of people go to the grocery store and just buy everything that says like, low fat or healthy or whatever. And it's like, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> so can you give any tips on, uh, to those people that are listening today, any tips on shopping to start your new year's journey? Yes. So first you have to set a goal. So I recommend everybody to get a journal and write down what your goals are because when it's on paper, it becomes real I feel like it becomes Mm -hmm. more real because you can see it you can hold yourself accountable Mm -hmm. even if you get a new planner for the year you can just some of the planners they have like a goal section so you can Mm -hmm. just write down what your goals are for the year or just get a notebook I like to tell my clients to get a notebook so you can track your progress 
Um, and I just want to go back to the nutrition and why I include nutrition in my program. A lot of people, they want a quick, easy fix. Mm-hmm. And so they think they need to go to the gym and just work out like crazy. Uh, or they just want to lose their stomach or they just want to get a bigger butt, you know, and I have mm-hmm. to tell people it's really about what you eat, you know, and going to the gym is not necessarily going to fix that if you're not watching what you're eat, eating and being mindful of what you're mm-hmm. eating. So um, I do recommend that people not be too hard on themselves. I think a lot of times when you start off on a new journey, you're like really excited. You're really motivated. Mm-hmm. And if you go in too fast, uh, you kind of be discouraged, you know, before mm-hmm. you know it. Mm-hmm. So I like to tell people when I'm, you know, doing co- health consultations, I say, no, I'm not going to take everything from you, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> or gradually take things out. So let's say people, you know, they like to drink coffee. If you all like to drink coffee or sodas or anything, maybe mm-hmm. ice cream, chips, anything that's a little bit unhealthy. Yeah. If you let's say you do it every day, do it every other day, then mm-hmm. do it twice a week, then once a week, like gradually remove it from your system. Because if you just cold turkey and remove it like that, you'll find yourself like, man, okay, I'm doing good. And then like a couple weeks later, you're just gonna binge. Yes, yes. <laughs> gonna binge. Like, man, I miss this. Mm-hmm. Definitely <laughs> you know? been there. And so the reason I do my grocery shopping tours is because I can show clients healthier options. You know, mm-hmm. I can point out different ingredients and let them know why this may not be the best ingredient or why it is a good ingredient. Mm-hmm. Um, just helping people kind of to shop the perimeter of the store versus yeah. the inside of the store because a lot of processed foods are there. Yeah. Um, just understanding that um, it doesn't have to be too restrictive. So yes, sometimes you can have um, something that's processed or fried, but you want to make the majority of your foods like baked or steamed. Mm -hmm. And so I just work with my clients through that, you know, because we have been, um, from the time we come out of our uh, mother's wombs, you know, Mm -hmm. we have been programmed and conditioned to eat a certain way, you know, and a lot of it is tied to emotions. And Mm -hmm. so to expect someone to be able to easily, um detach themselves from food is not realistic you know Mm -hmm. so it's not just about okay I want to lose weight uh, I want to lose I want to look good it's really finding out what's going on within you know Mm -hmm. yeah um why we have these addictions to food um sometimes it is just as simple as you know you have an illness that has manifested but most times it's deeper you know So as a health coach, I kind of like to address it from a holistic approach, you Mm -hmm. know, mind, soul, and body. And yeah, um, I just recommend that everyone, like I said, beginning of the year, make sure you have that journal. Uh, You can take your body measurements, write down how you're feeling about yourself, Mm -hmm. uh, write down your goals try to hang around people that encourage you yeah the last thing that you need is negativity Mm -hmm. 
people yeah. talking about your weight or you eating that healthy food mm-hmm. you can politely tell them like look i don't need that type of negativity in my life you know and it's really hard to tell people that because you know sometimes we love these people yeah. and we may not be vocal enough to speak up for ourselves mm-hmm. but this is your life and your body you know so you have that right to let people know like you know i'm trying to do better making healthier choices if you can't respect that then i may have to remove you from my life you know yeah. it's really yeah. that simple sometimes that's, that's true um another thing i recommend you know we all have busy schedules so mm-hmm. I encourage you all to do your grocery shopping and your meal prep on the days when you don't have a lot going on. And just to keep it interesting and exciting, maybe prep about two to three meals for the Mm -hmm. week. Mm -hmm. And that way you won't get bored and just stop by a fast food restaurant. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like if you haven't prepared, then there's no excuses, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Um, For me, I personally like variety. I can't eat the same thing the whole week. Same. Same. It takes me so long to meal prep because I'm like, I don't want this for three days. Like, I don't see how some people eat the same thing five days in a row. I'm like, I'm not eating ground beef and broccoli. It's just not happening. (laughs) Um, a good way to like meal prep is to get like you can get the pyrex um Mm -hmm. because i come from like a holistic approach i really don't recommend like plastic containers but Mm -hmm. i do understand if that's the route that you need to go but if you can you know you can go to walmart or target and get the little plastic um, i'm sorry glass Glass. Mm -hmm. pyrex dishes um, you could cut up like your onions, your peppers, mm-hmm. um, cut up like different veggies and have yeah. it already in a jar. So like when you get home from work, you just literally just throw it. Mm, that's smart. It's already like you don't right. have to think about what you're going to make. I love that. You made a really great point as far as getting the glass um, glass dishes or the Tupperware because not a lot of people are aware of that. And it's easy to get like the meal prep containers off Amazon or I even right. saw some at Target the other day when I was there. Um, but they're plastic. And so can you uh, just kind of share a little bit about... Uh, the difference between uh, the importance of having glass versus plastic. So with plastic, plastic has chemicals that the food can absorb. So I like to tell people, you know, if you're buying healthy, expensive food, you want to make sure it's in a good container. Even with, um, I know sometimes we can't avoid the microwave, mm-hmm. but even with the microwave, if you're sp- eating healthy and spending money on healthy food, you don't necessarily want to put it in the microwave because it loses some nutrients, you know, once you put it in the microwave. Mm -hmm. But I like to tell you, you're not going to start where I start. So I've tried to give too much (laughs) (laughs) much on people. But um, but as far as the plastic, yeah, you just want to be mindful. Um, If that's all you have at the moment, then do it. But Mm -hmm. eventually try to gradually switch over to glass pyrex glass Mm -hmm. um and then as far as the meal prep when i was saying you could have everything cut up some people may don't like to eat leftovers yeah so 
it gives you that fresh mm-hmm. meal when you walk in the door, but it's yeah. still kind of already prepped, you yeah. know? It's like so. your own little personal home chef. <laughs> right, right. You know how they get the right. little meal kit boxes and they have them in like Kroger too now. And so I was just like, oh, right. but I like that idea. Right. Yeah. So meal prep um, on the days that you don't have a lot going on, you don't want to be in a kitchen stressed. You want to mm-hmm. enjoy it. Yeah. You know? You're eating this food. You're putting your love into this food. I don't know if you cook it for yourself or your family. So you don't want to be just rushing in a kitchen and kind of feeling irritated and bothered. You want to be relaxed. So on the days you can, you know, try to find days that you don't have a lot going on. Put some music on, you know, just enjoy yourself. Enjoy what you're making. And don't uh, be afraid to fail. It may not turn turn out the way you thought it was going to turn mm-hmm. out but, but that's the whole point trying new things yeah um that's how I am I love to try new things if it don't turn out okay <laughs> <laughs> you know it didn't turn out okay but we have to learn how to experiment especially when it comes to healthy living because I feel like it has like a negative mm-hmm. boring type um stereotype around yeah. it so um I like to make it exciting uh, for you all that are listening. If you go look at my page, <laughs> my Instagram, Treasure Life Fitness and Health, I try <laughs> to post pictures that you're going to want to eat the food. Right. You know? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It looks exciting, that it looks appealing. Mm-hmm. So, um, and they, everyone's taste buds are different. So you really yeah. just have to figure out what works yeah. for you. Yeah. Um, and I just do that. I accompany, you know, my clients in their home. I do in-home meal prep because some people do not know how to prepare meals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, that is very beneficial for some of my clients, the grocery shopping and the meal prep. The in-home I think those are like beneficial. excellent services. I think about so many people that feel so lost when it comes right. to, because a lot of times you're just handed a paper or a document mm-hmm. that says, okay, this is what you should you should eat. And if you're lucky, you get a shopping list, but then again, you get to the store, you're like, okay, where do I find this? Like, you know, or, and then get home and how do I cook it? And and then right. you're just like trying to figure it out. So I love that you offer that. That's, it, those are amazing services. Yeah. It's really good to have in life with anything, anything that you're not familiar with, anything that you have questions about it's always good to have someone who has that experience right there with you to mm-hmm. show you yeah um so I try to offer that to my clients and it seems to be working out yeah I love that and you offer online services as well correct right. I do okay. online coaching and training I do health consultations yes I love it I love it Awesome. Um, And I will have all of Naomi's information down in the show notes for you guys. So uh, if you guys want to connect with her online or hire her for services, if you're here locally, or if you just want to do it online, and I don't know, you're in Alaska, and, and you need some help, definitely reach out to her. Like I said, I'll have all of her information in the show notes. So yeah. Um, I love that. So transitioning a little bit into today's topic, um, this is kind of a, a twofold um, episode today, and I'm really excited to 
um, share both of these because they're both very important. Um, and so today we are talking more about just being in healing spaces and healing one another and just speaking life into one another. And um, I have been following Naomi on Facebook and I just love everything that she's doing, not only in the community, but just for women as a whole and just speaking, speaking life into one another. And so um, one of the things that she had posted actually today and I just, I could not help myself but to share. It was a repost and um, it was a script and basically having like one man talking to the other, basically saying that, um, why are, why is everything that you post about addressing men? Um, basically implying that he should be addressing the women as well. And the man respond, um, that because I am one and it's just that simple because I am a man, I should be in the position where I am addressing men. And there was a quote that was behind it. It says, having men that address or speak to other men, majority of the time should not bother us as men. It should empower us. And uh, the quote was by Lionheart. And I just love that. And so I'm really excited to dive into this because as you guys know, I am in the women's empowerment space as well. And so I love being able to have these conversations um, with my sisters and being able to empower one another, because I think that when we think about like the, the women's empowerment space, again, is another buzzword right now. <laughs> and um, but I think that when we think about women as a whole and women hanging together, that that is evolving and it's changing. And I love it because it used to be seen as, oh, I don't hang with girls or as catty or women together. Oh, you're getting a whole bunch of women together to go on a trip or to do a retreat or, oh, that's going to be a nightmare. And I love that we are changing the tone of that um, and being able to not only empower one another, but to speak to one another and to speak life into one another. And so, um, I just want to open up the floor a little bit and get your perspective on it and to get your feedback on this whole topic of women, empowering women and speaking life into one another and the importance of it. Right. I think it's so important for women to empower one another. Um, like you said, many times we look at other women, we may be intimidated uh, we are not really close to them as we should be. And a lot of times, you know, that's because of trauma and pain that we have experienced, perhaps mm -hmm. from childhood, mm -hmm. just throughout our life. But I do think it's important for women to address women because we bring life into this world. Like yeah. we have so much power yes. and we have to start walking in that, mm -hmm. you know, so... Um, I just want women to start taking accountability and part of that accountability is figuring out why we made certain decisions in the first place. Mm -hmm. And that could be just journaling. That could be talking to a friend that could be meditating. It could be praying. Mm -hmm. it, could, it could be going to see a therapist, yeah. but we, as women, we have to figure out 
what's going on within if we want anything to change you know we we as women we ignore our intuition it Mm -hmm. was given to us as a gift yes yes. (laughs) and we just put it to the side we put it to the side i think because as nurturers Mm -hmm. it's like we want to heal men sometimes yeah but that's not our job you know Mm -hmm. it's not our job to heal men um the only people that we really are responsible for are our children you know and so it comes yeah. to that <laughs> right yeah. but it comes to that and that's why if women empower one another and encourage one another and we heal one another and then the men on their end if they're empowering one another mm-hmm. and healing yeah. one another then we can have better relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, children can have better childhoods. Yeah, we can actually build. You know, yeah. so um, I think it's just important to have someone to talk to. Like I, I spoke about earlier about my mother transitioning back in mm-hmm. 2015, and then um, well, for my grandmother's transition. So within three years, mm-hmm. all of the matriarchs yeah. in my family had transitioned on. So a lot of times you don't know how to deal with that because you don't expect that to happen. Yeah. And so a lot of women, maybe it be a death or whether it be a sexual assault, mm-hmm. it could be a miscarriage. Um, an abortion it just so many different things that mm-hmm. we as women experience and we hold it in mm-hmm. so personally throughout my life there's diff- other different things that I have experienced I would just hold it in yeah and just keep moving forward when I really wasn't moving forward yeah right <laughs> and, those, and like, those things manifest when I was speaking on we were speaking about nutrition and fitness those mm-hmm. things manifest as illnesses and diseases. Mm. Um, so I think as women, it's very important that, you know, with all the different things that we are responsible, responsible for in life, that we always take time for ourselves Mm -hmm. because if you burn yourself out, then you're no good really, you know? And I think a lot of women, we just push ourselves and push ourselves into, we end up into depression mm-hmm. or we just don't know what to do anymore. Yeah. So like you said, we have to also get out of this. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> Perception that women are catty and we can't get along. You know, yeah. if we, under, if we just understand that we're all hurting and that we mm-hmm. all have been through something and mm-hmm. just be honest with one another, I think we can have, way better relationships and connections yeah and I'm actually working on that myself you know like yeah try to have more sisters and just building a sisterhood Uh, I actually have four sisters um and I was raised with three of them so Mm -hmm. I kind of already have my little yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah but it's also good to have women outside of right Mm -hmm. yeah Um, and for me I would just be transparent you know I kind of do desire that older woman mm-hmm. guidance in my life being yeah. that my mother and my grandmothers have transitioned on but even in some cases you just have to keep moving forward and mm-hmm. sometimes you're just the one to pave the way you know yeah 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 and that's that's really 
that's really it sometimes it's it's you know you you could very well be the one that is paving the way and i love that you mentioned that the things that we hold inside and um just kind of let brew within us sometimes it, it comes out as an illness and so then we're dealing with something else because we didn't address those things that were already within us and um and i also think that like as women we we have this, there's a stigma that women can endure so much and they're still okay. And so we have to get out of that mindset as well, that it's like, we have to process what we're going through. We can't just store it in, in, in the back corner somewhere and just keep moving forward and then collecting things because, and then, and then we're turning around like, how did this room get full? Because right. we've collected all of this, all of this baggage, all of this trauma and these things that we didn't deal with. And now we're running out of space for us. And then you find that you find that you are in that space of depression and uh, dealing with other things that are coming up for you. So I think that that is really important. And um, so I have noticed like a huge shift, especially with women. Um, here's the thing is that we all deal with the same things, whether we want to believe it or not. However, we think that we see other women that, oh, she's got a better life than I do, or she doesn't deal with the things that I do. We all deal with the same things. And I've noticed that from my events, when I host me day in these women from these different backgrounds are together in this one room and they're all sharing and noticing how much they have in common. And I think that it's really beautiful that we are seeing these, not only like women's conferences, I, I love women women's conferences, but at the end of the day, it's really about being able to come together in those sacred spaces and being heard and being seen and, and actually truly healing. Because you exactly. can go to a women's conference and take all the notes and all the things. And a lot of times people walk out of there not even meeting anyone and they walk out feeling so alone and so I think that is really beautiful the the evolution of women's meetups um or different events like smaller events that women are having where they're actually being able to have a space where they are being vulnerable and they can share and they can they can really gain that understanding that, that what they're going through is normal and to get answers on how to process and how to heal. Um, and I think that that is everything. Um, and it's, it's so important. It truly is. And, and then situations like this where we can have conversations and to be able to share. And there's someone that's listening. That's like, man, you know, I need to find one of these women's events. I need to find one of these groups where I can go and I can share because there's some things on my chest or some things in my heart that I just don't know how to deal with. And I need to be in a space where I can be surrounded by other women who aren't going to judge me, who are going to love and support me mm -hmm. so that I can heal the way that I need to be healed. Exactly. Yes, I think that is so important. And I think really a lot of women, we are just tired of everything and we're, we're breaking generational curses now mm -hmm. or generational cycles and yeah. toxic cycles and dysfunction. We are letting our voice be heard. We're not going through the same things that mm -hmm. maybe our mothers or aunties or sisters or cousins have went through yeah. because 
the time is now for change yeah. you know exactly. Exactly. it really Life is and time so, is precious time really is, is like health mental health spiritual health emotional mm-hmm. health physical health like and that's another thing like all of it matters you can't just focus on one area Mm -hmm. our balance you know we have to be balanced in every area yeah yeah yes and kind of just having that like you said non-judgmental uh attitude when you're listening Mm -hmm. to other people and I know that's why I have went through certain things Mm -hmm. so that I can be more understanding and more relatable not to think I'm on this high horse, like, oh, oh, that happened to you, or you went through mm-hmm. that. Like, how could you? How dare you? I'm like, yeah. oh, oh, you want to get humble? You want to go through your yeah. own story so you yeah. can relate? Yeah, we, we all have <laughs> so, a story. That's the thing is we right. all have a story. <laughs> right. So yeah. realizing that, you know, some people, and I would say going back to men, some things they just don't understand mm-hmm. why yeah. we do what we do. And so Mm -hmm. if a man is telling you what you need to do, you're like, first of all, (laughs) I I did what I had to do. As Mm -hmm. women, we get it. Like, no, it doesn't make sense sometimes. Yes, we can be crazy sometimes. (laughs) Yes, we're emotional sometimes, but we understand why. Yes, Yes, exactly. So it's just good to have someone that understands you, that Mm -hmm. loves you. That's not going to judge you. And that's just going to help uplift you. you Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, some men can do that. But Mm -hmm. I feel like it's really meant for us to do that for each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. The the more that women are really um, focused and serious about their healing, when we encounter other men, like I said earlier, we'll be able to interact with them. Mm -hmm. We'll be able to have better conversations and they will know, you know, we love them. We're trying and we just want to grow and heal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's the most important piece of it too, is, is when both sides are doing the healing work. Um, because like I said, we all have, we all have a story. We all have baggage. We all have trauma. We all have things that we've gone through. And so once we are able to come to terms with that and able to be in a space where we are healing and, um, changing those things around us that may be pulling us down or, or reminding us of those challenging times that we've overcome and really, and honestly, truly forgiving ourselves, Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and that's the biggest piece of it, just really being in that space to where you can forgive yourself. Then you can be in that space to where you can have more honest conversations. And that is something that um, actually Matthew um, Hayes and I have started. Um, and it's we had our first one last month. We're looking at having uh, the follow-up will be in January, but it's cocktails and conversations. And it's just a space where men and women come together and have truly like honest conversations and hear each other and be able to, it's just, it's such a beautiful space to be in. And I really like just, it was something that we kind of had this conversation about and this idea came up and we were like, all right, let's just do it. 
and it, it just really blossomed. And so, um, but like you said, like just being able to be in that space to where we're healing separately, but then we can come together and collectively grow. And that is, that is just, that's everything. That's where, that's where we really start to change the world is when we can come together as a collective and, and grow and move forward. Um, because that is the true powerhouse is when we're able to come together. Right. And they're also, we are the examples or mentors uh, for the generation that's coming Mm -hmm. behind us. Yeah. People that we didn't have is up to us to be those people mm-hmm. you know? yeah absolutely yeah I'm excited you know because yeah. on Facebook you can get lost in the negativity mm-hmm. and just to I made my post you know and to, to be connected with you such an honor such a pleasure to know that there mm-hmm. are people that are really serious about mm-hmm. their healing and they're not just talking about it yeah but not having solutions for what mm-hmm. they're talking about or yeah. they're not trying to actually heal their pain so mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. it's easy to front right. <laughs> it's easy to front it's easy to say that you've grown it's easy to say that you forgive yourself until you're actually in it and doing the work is not pretty but it's so necessary yes it isn't it's crazy <laughs> we know the ones that are in the healing process we just mm-hmm. know how crazy it is it's not all pretty yes. and not always love and light you know <laughs> right exactly <laughs> absolutely so, wow and that's yes. the thing about what i speak about balance it's okay to cry mm-hmm. it's okay on to- both sides yep. yeah on both okay sides not just for women but for men exactly. too and i think that's really important to point out is that a lot of people think oh man it's so weak or no like even with my son, like I let my son cry. If, if, if That is the way that he expresses his emotion. And so, like you said, like we are the ones that are setting the example for the generation after us. And so if we're in that space to where we are saying, no, toughen up, man up. No, I let my son cry because I don't want him to be in that space when he's 30 years old and he feels like he can't express himself if he is upset. Exactly. And I'm, as a woman, I'm the type that I felt, I guess I felt like crying was a weakness because mm-hmm. I yeah. rarely would cry. Yeah. Like I, I, it made me feel so like weak to cry, mm-hmm. but regardless, you're in a vulnerable you state and you have to let, let it out. You have to release those emotions. You, if you need to get angry, get angry. I mean, mm-hmm. don't disrespect anybody or hurt anybody, yeah. but a lot of times we're taught you need to be happy all the time or not necessarily you're taught, but we're, we're trying to feel like, you know, you yeah. just kind of feel like, Oh, I'm supposed to be happy. I don't want anybody to see me cry. Yeah. Um, it's not going to get dark and ugly. Cause we do, we have, there's good and evil, you know, mm-hmm. there is dark and light yeah. in us. We have to face our demons. Mm-hmm. You know, we have yeah. to face our demons. Yeah. We can't like everything good all the time mm-hmm. everything is not good all the time right exactly <laughs> you know? exactly i don't care who you are it's never gonna be yeah, good all the time like all the time and yeah. so like this is the thing people have to learn who to be transparent with mm-hmm. and sometimes facebook social media is not that place yeah because you're opening yourself up to so many energies so mm-hmm. many people people yeah that don't even know what they're talking about sometimes yeah so that is the key 
to know who to go to, who to share your pain with. Yeah. And as women, I feel like as you start to heal, if your intuition isn't strong right now, mm-hmm. as you start to heal, it will get stronger. Yeah. You know, as far as knowing who to talk to, who to open up to. I think that's very important. People mm-hmm. like to open up to me. Um and I think that's good that they mm-hmm. feel comfortable enough. Yeah. But I just don't want people opening up to everybody. You mm-hmm. know, you, yeah. you have to be very careful about who you open up to. Mm-hmm. So um, that's just something I wanted to. You know, yeah, I love that because it's important, especially during this healing work. Uh, I think that when you're in a space where you are trying to heal and you are trying to grow, when um, when you're looking for a confidant, someone to lean into, someone to share what you're going through, uh, it's almost like looking for mentor, you know, look to someone who is in a space where you want to be, where, you know, maybe they, they share the same background and they can share um, a testimony or they can help you get through it. And if you don't have those people around you, then definitely look into getting a therapist or a counselor. And it's someone to talk to who is, um, who's certified to, to help you through these things. Right. And, and that's the other thing is it's don't feel like you have to be in it alone. Um, because when we're doing this healing work, a lot of women feel like they have to be in it alone. They have to power through it by themselves. And and that's, it's not true. Like you said, like crying is not a weakness. It puts you in a vulnerable state, but that's a part of the healing process. And so if you don't have anyone that is around you that you don't feel like you can uh, open up to and that will help you heal and grow, then definitely look into like a therapist or a counselor, um, someone of that nature that is um, authorized and certified to help you through that that way um, they are in that space where, where you're getting, you're getting the guidance that you need. Right. Yes. I love this. And I can absolutely go on and on about this because it's such a good topic. Um, But wrapping up here, um, because I've been looking at this the entire time we've been on here, you guys, um, when I record these, we see the video. And so I can see Naomi's beautiful face, but I can also see these very empowering words that are up on her wall. And I am just absolutely loving it. Um, the, the one says freedom and the other, I think it says wealth. <laughs> okay. Yes. So I I love that. What made you? Um, I, I'm assuming this is this is your way of affirmation, and I just I'm right. here for it. I love it. <laughs> so yes, um, just in my journey of finding myself, mm. um, freedom just describes that to me. Just yeah. healing from how I grew up just figure out what I believe in, Mm -hmm. just being like, I guess you could say like a free spirit, just being Naomi, you know? Mm -hmm. And then wealth is, um, it's not necessarily just financial, Mm -hmm. but basically being wealthy in life and health, of course, finances, but just, just having a vibrant, healthy life, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, And definitely, having a legacy that passed down 
if yeah. I don't have children to my nephews and niece, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. just creating abundance, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's yeah. what that's all about for me. Um, I just I love it. want women to feel free, um, to have a voice, to live their life, yeah. not based on what anybody else has told you that you have to do. Yeah. So that's kind of that. where that comes from. Yes. I love that. Do you do words of the year? Do you have a word for 2020? So I don't do words of the year. <laughs> um, or I have it. Maybe yeah, I will. Yeah. You're, you're like, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't thought of mine yet. I'm still working on it. Um, this year was clarity. And so I think that I've definitely evolved in, in that sense. And so um, I don't know for 2020, I feel like everybody keeps saying vision and I'm like, ah, oh, okay. I get it. 2020. Yeah. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, I haven't gotten there yet. So I was just curious. So there's no, no wrong I answer. But I just, I'm <laughs> really good about 2020. 2019 was yeah. a crazy year. Yeah. And I just felt like it put me in a position of like, you know what you want. Mm-hmm. You know who you are. Yeah. No, don't waste any more time. Yeah. You know? It's here. It's time. Yeah. yeah. I feel like everyone is kind of saying the same thing. It's like 20, 2019, like I worked and I'm here, and I, I've done all the things, and now it's a no-brainer for me to do what I, I am called to do. Exactly, and like when I spoke to you about, when I was speaking to you all about the intuition, mm-hmm. no more ignoring that. Yes, yes. <laughs> no more ignoring that. It's like, we know who we are, and sometimes I'm trying to find myself, no, you already know who you are, mm-hmm. you already know what you want. Yep. You're just trying to be, what's the word, sympathetic of other people, maybe, or yeah, just trying to be there for other people, but no, right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) yes, yes, you cannot care for everyone else without caring for yourself. It's like being on an airplane, and when they tell you you are traveling with small children, put your mask on (laughs) first before you help the, the children that are with you, because if you do not put your mask on first. And you put theirs on, like what what happens then? So yes, put your mask on first and take care of you. And when you take care of you, it spills over into other people. Exactly. Yes. I love it. Awesome. (laughs) So Naomi, can you just share with us a little bit um, about where people can find you? I know we talked about it a little bit, but it never hurts to do a little quick reminder. And I will have all the information down in the show notes, but how can people connect with you? Where can they find you online and all of the details? I am on Facebook. Uh, My business page is Treasure Life Fitness and Hope. Is also Treasure Life Fitness and Health on Instagram. And then my website is Treasure Life Fitness and Health.com. <laughs> You're so like long. me. I'm like, I'm like, I tell me, I'm like, I'm the broken diet on everything. Like, that's yes. just how you can find me. <laughs> it makes it so much easier. You're just like, oh, yeah, yeah. And you guys all right. have all the links everything down in the show notes so you can go follow Naomi and connect with her and um and hire her for uh all of her services because it is much needed so yes you don't cook do you do you cook too do you meal prep too (laughs) I I know you come in and assist (laughs) 
That is the part I do not. <laughs> I want this to become a lifestyle for yes. you. So I want to teach you. Look at me. I'm already trying to outsource. <laughs> <laughs> I'll teach you, but hey, I do know a few people that I can know. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today and sharing your information and your thoughts and your feedback. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me on. I really enjoyed our conversation. Like you said, we need more conversations like this. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you.